Popheads, welcome to issue 176 of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you from Beast Boy's bathroom at Titan's Tower. It's a little messy in here, not gonna lie. My name is Tom, thank you so much for listening to this quality independent pop culture podcast. Please follow the show on social media at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. And again, make sure you're liking, subscribing, Sharing the show with friends, family, loved ones, enemies, people you met on the street. We appreciate it so very, very much. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please, by all means, leave us a five-star review. They are so, so helpful. So, yeah, there's no uh, underscore on this week's episode because we blatantly ripped off the theme from Teen Titans Go, my favorite iteration of Teen Titans on television. I love the animated series. I love that theme song. And thus, that puts us in the pickle that we are in right now. <laughs> so no music underscoring us as we as we get into the beginning of the show. But I'm so excited you're here. We have a big show today. We're getting back into some new stuff, you know? It, it's going to be a fun one. Lately, we've been concentrating on, on movies and TV shows and all kinds of other good pop culture stuff. And those have been a blast. But, like, there is news. There are things to discuss, things to talk about. We are going to get into some of those topics today. Some, some of the... Uh, the ones that most pertain to the Tomcast Bobcast. So I hope you are on board and you're ready for a fun, fun discussion. It's going to be a good one. Before we get into the conversation proper, we do want to thank the official members of Papa Nation because they are the best people on the planet. You can join up patreon.com forward slash Tomcast Bobcast. Join the nation, gain access to the sweet bonus content, which, hey, by the way, just uploaded some new bonus content. We're, we're talking about some Thor, some from, uh, oh boy. Mixed all my words together right there. We're talking about some stuff for the new Thor movie based on some old Thor comics. And when I say old, I mean like 10 years ago. Not that old. But it, really exciting stuff. It's, a, it's kind of like a part one of part two. Excuse me. Part one of two for the Patreon listeners. We're talking about uh, Gore the God Butcher. And next week we're going to be talking about Jane Foster and what role she might have in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder coming from Taika Waititi. With uh, Chris Hem, Chris Hemsworth, and and uh, uh, oh my goodness gracious, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, uh, Matt Damon's can confirmed to return. Like, uh, yeah, I'm assuming Tom Hiddleston will show up at some point. We'll, we'll see how it all goes. I can't wait. I'm so 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 very excited. If you want to listen to that episode though, head over to Patreon.com, sign up, join Papa Nation, and get that bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody. The Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff, co-hosting The Ring in Ear, a fantastic music podcast. Please check them out. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. The Squid Master General, Brian Broussard. The New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California. Coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Thank you all so, so much for the support. 
listen, like I said, we got a stacked episode this week. We're going to get into some news topics. We're going to talk about the new season of Titan that's just getting launched on HBO Max. So, you know, we, we, we've had Roger on in the past to talk about Titans. We're going to get into it a little bit more fully. Roger wasn't available to t- today to join the conversation. So we have a substitute Titans, uh, I don't want to say expert, <laughs> because he's not. But he loves the show. And so, so he will be on to discuss the show. I will be here as a comic book guy. And, and, and we're going to have a nice discourse about that show. And we're getting, getting some, of the, some of the news that we've not talked about in the past few weeks while we, we kind of did our deep dive on movies and other pop culture related phenomena. All right. So you know what that means. It's time. We're going to focus in on the show. So you sit down. You buckle up. You hold on to your butts. And you buckle up again. Let's go. Okay, hey, join me once again via the power of the internet. Our good friend, our frequent collaborator, the the undefeated champion, the co-host of the Come On It's Still Good podcast. Reagan is here. How are you doing, buddy boy? I'm good. Greetings, programs. Thank you for stepping in tonight. We had a we had a bit of a a scheduling snafu, if you will. So I needed someone to step up to the plate, and you are my bottom of the ninth pinch hitter. Bases loaded, two outs, two strikes. What are you gonna do? I'm Jim Layritz. You are you are Jim fucking Layritz. Nice. Goddamn body armor, <laughs> elbow pad. I got that huge elbow pad just so no one hits me. In I it. mean, you're basically bionic. <laughs> that is a, awesome. That is a deep cut, obscure reference that no one but you and I understand. And right I know, and I love it. <laughs> Well, thank well, you. For I'm being sure there's other Padre fans from like the 1998 season out there that also played fantasy baseball. I, I've annoyed all of them. They don't listen to this show because I've, I've pissed <laughs> them all off. <laughs> okay. You know, I keep I keep pushing for Andy Ashby to join the Ring of Fame, and they're they're not having it. <laughs> Krifta. Oh, Krifta. He was the mayor. Yeah, as long as we're not talking about Bavacqua, all right? Because Lasorda's <laughs> got feelings about Bavacqua. Anyways, let's let's talk about what we do on this show. Pop culture stuff, man. But I, ooh, 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 ooh. hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah. Plug your show before I forget. Oh, uh, the CoSG Pod. That's the one. At the CoSG Pod on Twitter and Instagram, we'll get it right there in the front of the show, ooh. so I don't forget about it. Because you forget about it at the end. I do all so, the time, so and it's did a little change it, up it, on you. I know you thought you were going to get me, <laughs> but I'm fresher at the beginning of a show. My brain works slightly better. I just had a lot of fun hanging out with with you and your crew uh, for the Ice Pirates episode to kick off season two. Uh, yes. That was a blast. It was so much fun to listen back to. I couldn't believe Good the times. things we said. <laughs> the, the things that were said on that episode uh-huh. cannot be unsaid. <laughs> That's true. It's out there forever now. The so go listen it. to it. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. Your your affinity for robots continues. Certain robots, like I'm not all pro robot. <laughs> you know, it, you listen to my show, you're gonna find out some things about me. I'm too honest and free flowing on that show you for some reason. You were, the, you were the honest one, that is for sure. Yeah. No, no punches pulled. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Ray, Reagan has, has uh, kindly stepped up to 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 fill the the co-host seat for this episode because you know it's been a long time since we've done a news episode. No, lots happened, and you know we're not gonna try to recap everything, but we are gonna try and talk about some of the big stuff. But before we do the big stuff, we have to talk about what dropped last night, which was a ton of stuff. There's a ton of new shows dropping this weekend. I don't know why they couldn't spread it out, but there's one show in particular we will focus on. 
That is on Disney+. Plus. That is Marvel's What If. The first episode is out. It is, it is uh, Captain Carter, the first Avenger. Reagan, what were your thoughts on this episode? I really liked it. Okay. Uh, I see it's getting a lot of hate because they, they sped through the story of, you know, uh, first Avenger. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you expect them to do? That was an hour and a half movie. They're not going to. We've already seen that stuff. <laughs> it's fair. Like, why? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Sorry. Professional <laughs> podcast. I, I know. Professional podcast. The dog is a nightmare sometimes. But, we, you know, we've seen that. I don't need to just see Peggy doing the same stuff again. It's, but I love the show. I love Steve becoming Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, I he, thought he, that was fucking he's, awesome. He's sort of warmonger, right? Yes. Like, it's very much Jebediah's armor from the first movie. Yeah, or, or the Mark I. No, yeah, a little bit of the booth. Kind of like a hybrid. Like, like, like mixed together, yeah. 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 I thought that was cool. I, I, I really dug it. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm a, I'm a fan of a, a multitude of the what if comics from from back in the day. My my, I don't want to join the Legion of Haters. And oh, but you're going to. Well, <laughs> I just want I just I, my my one thing would that I had I guess if, if I was to offer one criticism, it would be moving forward. I don't want to see the same movie again slightly different for captain oh, Carter, okay. for captain carter it makes sense but if we're gonna go if, if I, I believe chapter two or the next installment is, is going to be t'challa becoming uh, uh the guardian of the galaxy basically right i don't want to see guardians of the galaxy just kind of re- redone with t'challa as i guess what i'm trying to get at if that makes sense okay uh so you just want to see him go on a generic like space adventure I mean, not generic. Like there needs to be, but you know, not not connected to the movies. I didn't mean generic in a negative way, but I meant like he's fighting like aliens and doing crazy shit like that. That's all I meant. Yeah, one of the one of the best parts about what if comics, uh, from from its early from its run in like the late seventies all the way up through the eighties and nineties and, and the different volumes that it came out with, was was sort of like it's it's like one small change and then like the, the drastic repercussions it would have on the Marvel universe in the comic books. And and so, mm-hmm. Captain Carter was a lot of fun, and I think it makes a lot of sense as a self-contained uh, kickoff episode, you know, because you're in a very specific time period. There is no Marvel Cinematic Universe at that point. And I, side note, I love that like everybody came back, you know, like like Haley Atwell's back, Dominic Dominic Purcell's back, uh, Sebastian right. Stan is back. Like it's almost the entire cast of First Avenger. Yeah, everybody great. except uh, Chris Evans and, and uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Red Skull. They got they got and, well. I mean, they got the guy who played him in Endgame. Yeah, Ro- Ross he's Marquand. Red Skull. Yeah, he's Red Skull from now on. I like, it's, you're right, but you know, like, I'm, just, I'm just pointing it out. They got Red Skull. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, some some of my favorite comic books were the ones that had like really drastic repercussions on like what this change actually means going forward. Um, but for an opening episode, I really did enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm fine with it kind of being a little bit smaller story. Uh, let me ask you one question. Am I completely nuts in thinking that when, when you know, they don't have the Tesseract, the, the, the allies have the Tesseract, they're building the, war, the, the, the Hydra Smasher armor, you know, Captain mm-hmm. Carter's doing her thing, Red Skull trying to figure out his next move is looking at that, that wooden panel that he got from, uh, uh, like, like, what, Sweden or Swiss, Sweden, right? Sweden or... 
Switzerland? No, I think it was Sweden. That's more. That's more. Wait, I think it's Sweden. I, yeah. I think I, I can't remember. That's way more Viking than Switzerland. But he's looking at that wood. Is it's the same wooden panel we saw in the actual film, where he finds the tesseract, and he's looking at it. And he's right. like, I will soon call forth my champion. Did you not entertain the notion that he was going to somehow get Thor on his side to fight Captain Carter? Or am I no, nuts? But, uh, now that you say like Sweden and Nordic gods and all that stuff, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what villain are they going to bring out of the portal that we haven't seen before? Is yeah. where I went with it. <laughs> I, I get, like, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the end of the episode with people have said a name and it's already out of my head. Like, that is like a tentacle monster from space. Yeah, the, no, they have that. Like, I mean, it is very Cthulhu esque, but like Marvel's incorporated a version of the Cthulhu into their Hydra mythology. So yeah. it, it leans into that. But like, again, he's looking at this, this piece of like North mythology, the world tree. And he's talking about his champion. I was like, oh, my God, is he going to get Thor to be, like, a Nazi? <laughs> like, how much more blonde-eyed, blue-eyed, you know, uh, blue uh, blonde hair do you get than fucking Thor? <laughs> evil Thor would be fun, though. Uh, Thor against Captain Carter would have been an amazing finale for that episode, I think. But, uh, again, uh, maybe it was a misdirect. Maybe maybe it was too obvious. I, I don't know. But they, they went another route. But I had fun with the episode. I think it's a fun show. I think it's a fun start. Uh, what do you think of the animation? I liked it. I, I thought it was really good. It, it's it didn't stick out to me as anything super special, but I liked it. I, I enjoyed like that aerial fight with um, that was cool. Getting to see like a lot of things yeah with that Steve made, and her things. like her riding him and then jumping off and go through shooting through planes. I thought that was looked awesome. really fucking awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it, I think that was probably one of, one of my big takeaways too. Was like getting to see things that you can see in animation that you you know would have been a lot harder to do. In live action, yeah, you know, because I mean, you know, you could make the argument that Captain Carter is kind of better than Captain America, but it's like, oh, she's animated; she can do a lot more things. <laughs> better, <laughs> that animated world's a little bit more flexible than than the, than the, yeah. the real one. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that, Chris that, Evans. that aerial sequence is dynamic. It's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, I, I thought it was the highlight of the episode. I was like, oh, we're in for a good time. The next 15, 15 weeks, 16 episodes of this? Is that how many there are? I think there are 16. That might be into like season two if they do a season two. I trust you. I'm gonna I looked on IMDb. I didn't check the seasons, though. I think it's at 16 episodes, but it could be eight and eight. Well. It says 18 episodes. Season one and two are both nine episodes. So we got eight more weeks of this. Yeah, that should be good. I think that's going to be a good time. It'll probably, you know. Yeah, that should probably blend in because I think the Hawkeye show is supposed to be in the fall sometime, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, 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 there I, another show? Uh, I think Hawkeye's supposed to be next. I thought there was another show after Hawkeye. There's gonna like, be the right after. There's gonna be the Miss Marvel show too, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that should that should keep us going until um, Boba Fett. <laughs> streaming wise, yeah, but I mean the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe seems to be chugging ahead full steam right now. No plans for them to change. Uh, release dates or anything, despite the Delta variant. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was going to bring the story up a little bit later, but they, they Sony just announced they're delaying Venom by three weeks, potentially yeah. because of Delta variant concerns. And and things have done poorly in theaters. Well, I was going to ask you about Suicide Squad too, but like, let's stay on Venom right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I I, I think I mean, they, they probably see... tie in together. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. That Suicide Squad did, but I don't see what HBO did. 
to, to Suicide Squad. I'm happy they did it, but it kind of fucked them in the long run. Putting it putting it out on a Thursday, which was great for me personally. <laughs> I can't say I'm not so glad they did, but it, if it wasn't available to me, I would have had to go to a theater last week. Yeah, it, there's no chance I wasn't going to watch Suicide Squad. Right, right. So, but nothing's done really well. Like Fast and the Furious did okay, but it was only in theaters. Yeah, and I and I feel like it was the initial weekend, and then like everything's dropped off dramatically. After opening yeah. weekends, you know, like 50, 60, 70% in some cases. You know, because, like, the, the, that fan base hits, and then they don't come back the following week, because, like, why, why would they? Yeah, I, I don't think the average, like, viewer who's not really into, say, Fast and the Furious or DC movies, Marvel movies, if you're on the fence, why bother going out right now? Mm-hmm. And yeah. dealing with madness. No, and you know that's how I kind of feel about it. I was delighted when I when I saw that Suicide Squad would be available Thursday night because I was one of those people. Like I wasn't going to go out Thursday night because of my my work schedule was prohibitive of going out for an evening show at seven o'clock. Um, so I was delighted to stay home and watch it on HBO Max. I'd love to go. I would love to go see all these movies in the theater. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable with it personally. I'm. I love going to the movies. But I don't love going to the movies with other people. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe it. I get it. You know, it, it's like some idiot on their phone or people just talking, people just living their lives, and they don't care that you're there for the cinematic experience. I know. That's why I try and go to, like, 10 a.m. shows. Exactly. And then, like, I have, like, a little kid sit behind me and scream. And, like, you know, they get excited. I'm like, hey, man, I'm trying to watch the Bumblebee movie, kid. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Maybe that's on me. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm much the same way. Like, I try to find like that that random Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. show, and invariably, like other people show up thinking they can just do whatever they want. Have they're running the theater, and it's like, oh, now I'm sad again. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've enjoyed the option, uh, but Venom delaying three weeks, you know, that buys us some time for things to get better or worse. We'll see. Marvel hasn't announced anything as far as uh. Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi coming out is concerned. So I don't, I'm going to have to bite the bullet September 3rd if I want to go see that. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I, I, my plan is to go go see it, but I, I got to pick a time in a theater that's completely random because <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> be around people. And I'm going to have to wear a mask because I'm too paranoid not to wear it. I got people, oh, I have people getting sick around me at work all the time now. I, I mean, it's the, the Delta variant is running rampant in San Diego. I don't know about Maryland, how you're doing. Uh, my work has put, uh, like, they, they lifted max, mask restrictions August 1st. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you don't have to wear it if, you have, if you're vaxxed. I've just kept my mask on because I don't trust people. And, like I said, I didn't get a cold or the flu this past year. I'm never taking a mask <laughs> off in public again. This is Like, that's, that's over. You're, for me. you're speaking my language. That's exactly how I've I've played things. San Diego is doing the same thing as as uh, your area apparently, but I know I know Los Angeles. Los Angeles has reinstituted mass mandates for uh, inside environments. You know, and like I just I don't know. I, I I'm really reluctant to go to a movie theater and have to wear a mask. It, right. it bums me out. It makes me sad. Uh, I can't the put, the I, local baseball team here did just reinstitute mass mandate in their stadium. Are you talking about the Nationals or the Orioles? Oh, I forgot that. I don't consider the Nats a local team. I had a feeling. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the O's, baby. That's it. All right, hon, calm down. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we got a little off topic here, but I guess we're enjoying yeah. what if so far. <laughs> we are. And news. also, I'm, I mean, if you wanted to get into the Venom thing being delayed real quick. Yes, I do. Yeah. Right. It's only till October. We're going to be fine. You just waited over a year to watch Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay for three weeks. That's how I looked at the news. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Are you very familiar at all with any of the Marvels of What If comic books? Oh no, not even no. Mm. I was gonna. I I had thought about I, maybe discussing... maybe you've told me about them and <laughs> I've just forgotten. I mean, there's there's some really good ones. You know, a, a lot of them are are again. You know, they start off as some, sort of like a small thing. Like one thing changes, and then it's sort of like the the repercussions that it would have across the Marvel universe. Uh, for instance, one of one of my favorites is you know Wolverine's first appearance is Incredible Hulk 180, 181, and he's like a minor Canadian threat to the Hulk, right? Like he's nobody yet. Like Wolverine has no cachet, knows nothing about him, but he gets into like a really serious battle with the Hulk, and it, it you know it could have gone, you know, according to the comics, it could have gone either way. So one of the best what ifs mm-hmm. is well, what if Wolverine had killed the Hulk right then and there? How does that change the entire Marvel universe? And it's pretty awesome. So are there no other Hulks? Like, there's no Red Hulk? No, this is before no. all that stuff. So there's no no Hulks anymore. Right. So Wolverine just becomes the new Hulk? He just has to t- fill it in? No, Wolverine ends up becoming, like, a supervillain because of this. Because he never joins the X-Men. Uh, he, he gets recruited by Magneto to join the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. He becomes a plant in the X-Men, you know, with the, with the intention of turning on them and killing all of them. It's a Does whole he thing. kill X-Men? I think at the very end he does turn babyface again. But... Oh, no, I don't want that. I want him to stab <laughs> Professor X in the face. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's exciting stuff like that. I mean, that that's kind of like the fun of what if. Is, is sort it of like... sounds very cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm really into the idea. There's always like this, this, this initial moment, and then like what happens after it is kind of like the fun part, in the comic books at least. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, so, so episode two, I didn't know if it was going to take place in, because when we leave Peggy Carter, she's in Avengers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's where we are you know, timeline wise. So I didn't know if we were going to pick up with a new character circa Avengers one and go on a adventure from there. No, I was, I was a little surprised we, we didn't get like another montage of sort of like Avengers one, but with, with Captain Carter in her pl- in, in the place of, of Steve. Yeah. But I'm also curious, like, I, I guess if, if I were to, again, maybe another criticism uh, or, or something that just kind of left on the table is like, if, if Howard Stark had developed like a proto Iron Man suit in World War Two, well, you know, maybe wouldn't maybe Tony have done something with it sooner, or wouldn't it have become more prevalent? You know, yes. like, like something that Tony that, that Howard banks on for for Stark Industries. Well, and there's more to it than, than just what we saw. We have all those Hydra prototype weapons from First Avenger that were made with the Tesseract, right. and they're just never used again. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. see it, you see crates of them in Adventures, right? They're just you know in storage or just in case Thor's people show up, we can use Tesseract weapons. <laughs> yeah, because apparently those will work really well against uh, Asgardians. <laughs> what that one works okay. <laughs> I guess it makes Loki go away. <laughs> <laughs> it makes Loki go away. <laughs> He did go away after he was shot. You go bye-bye now, Loki. That's right. 
Oh man! All right. Well, let's get to the next next, next topic. We're gonna stay in the Marvel universe because we we definitely have to talk about Scarlett Johansson and her mm-hmm. lawsuit against Disney. Um, okay. I you you mentioned this re- on your most recent episode of your podcast how she's currently entrenched in a legal battle against against Disney for for uh, breach of contract, claiming that 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 you know they had exclusive cinematic release rights. And Disney violated that by releasing it on streaming at the same time, uh, and it it cost her a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And you know, generally speaking, I don't really care for millionaires versus billionaires, but in this case, like I think Scarlett Johansson has a huge, huge beef to to settle yeah. with them. Yes, like Disney's I... raking in the money, and she's getting nothing off of this. Yeah, they and... had a, they had a deal for back end points, something yes. that Marvel's built their universe on. This is this is how uh, Robert Downey Jr. got to be Iron Man. Basically, they're like, I will forfeit my upfront salary for back end points. Right, and, and that's how he got like seventy five million for the last for um, Endgame. Right, exactly, and, and it's like, okay, so that's the deal Scarlet has in place. Obviously, the pandemic's a, a thing; things happen. You, you, to me, I'm not. Listen, Ray, I don't want to break news to you here. Mm-hmm. Not a business major. Mm. Don't know how to run. It's a not company. what I heard. Don't know how to run a company, but I feel like you you renegotiate that contract with your 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 director, your writers, your actors, like all the talent on on screen and behind the scenes. Yes, once you decide that you're going to start releasing straight to your your personal streaming platform that you own, mm-hmm. 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 you should be cutting the people in instead of being like, oh. Sorry, we, you didn't negotiate for that because it wasn't a thing then. Yeah, uh, you know. it's 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 silly that that it's come to this. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Warner Brothers had to reach out to to Denny Villeneuve and the the all the people involved in Dune because mm-hmm. Dune is very in, very much interested in a big cinematic release. And when HBO Max announced the whole thing, they're like, "No bullshit," <laughs> and they had to like offer them money. Because that's yeah. how you make people happy. <laughs> and honestly, Disney, you got it. Like, you got the money just you laying around. Money. You got my 30 bucks. You got Reagan's 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you got my 30 bucks with the quickness. With the quick, exact the mundo. And, you know, I mean. And like, you'll get it every time. And if, if Scarjo's listening, I'll give you the 30 bucks, too. I just want a, a, just a, a quick photo. That's all we need. And then uh, 50 bucks. Just I'll pay for a photo bucks. op. Reenact the movie in my backyard. No. <laughs> I I won't be near you doing anything creepy. I'll stand no. on my deck away from you <laughs> and just cheer. Like nothing weird's happening. No, nothing weird's happening. I just want the meet and greet, and then you know, like you know, that, that's cool with me. But I mean, Disney should be compensating here. Like, but if it, it feels like this is very much like an f you, Scarjo, we're done. Your yeah. character's dead. And it's all about it's, Scarlet Pew moving forward. Uh, Scarlet Pew, my God. <laughs> it, it feels Florence like she Pugh. didn't sign a new deal right. for more movies. They're done with her at this point. Yeah. They, they put out that press release where they're like, she already got $20 million for oh this movie. Oh, my God. They were throwing so much shade in that press release. Yeah, like, and they were trying you guys. They were trying to shame her for being a, a woman in the industry making $20 million a movie. And uh-huh. I was like, eat shit, Disney. I was so yeah. angry at them for that one. It was not very cool. That's not very. a good look for them. It's just too bad they own everything. I don't, I'm going to keep don't, giving them my money. I don't know if they can read the room necessarily, 
But like shaming women for making money right now, not a good look. Not, uh, yeah, not great. And not great. And Scarlett Johansson has worked her ass off for a long time to make that salary. Also, why do you want to start pissing actors off? Exactly. You're, exactly. You're you are going to be in a bad position. Like for for a while, it was like everybody wanted to come and get a Marvel movie. A, you get paid a ton. And B, most people say it's a fun experience with a few exceptions in there. <laughs> We're talking to you, Red Skull. Yeah, Red Skull did not have a great time. Did not have fun. He did test. not dig the makeup. No, not or a man. no one told him he was going to have to wear anything on his face. I, apparently, he just thought it was like it was like a a, a title alone, not an actual yeah. look. <laughs> He's like, wait, I got to wear something? Fuck you! That was Agent <laughs> Smith. God damn it! <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, so I don't know. I'm on ScarJo's side. I, I I think it's ridiculous that that there's that you know again. Millionaires versus billionaires is kind of an annoying topic. You and I are sports fans. We see this a lot. But yeah. I totally think Scar- uh, Scarlet has a has a case. Disney needs to shut up and make good with their talent. Again, uh, on front of camera, behind the camera, make fun, make good with everybody if streaming is going to have to be the thing. Yeah, exactly. And they just basically Darth Vader'd her where she altered the deal. <laughs> pray they don't, you know, that she, they don't alter it further. Oh, shit. And she take got, her $20 million away. She got Landoed. Yeah. Fuck. Like, deal's getting worse all the time. There's a garrison in Cloud City. It's falling apart, Reagan. <laughs> uh, ScarJo, the meetup's still on, though. To come and hang yeah. out. I'll, I'll, I'll grill some, uh, you know, whatever you want. I'll, I'll grill it. Are you vegetarian? I don't we, know. Veggie well, dogs. We'll get together. We'll watch The Island and be like, man, you're fantastic in this film. True time. I secretly, secretly love the island. <laughs> the island is good. Other, other than it's like shameless, shameless promotion of Mag Mountain Dew and various other products. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Wait, listen. By the way, maybe it's not, this might this might be a separate podcast, but but this this hard Mountain Dew that's coming out now. Gonna drink the fuck out of it when it comes out. <laughs> I was so pissed it wasn't out now when I started hearing about it. I might have you for a Patreon show where we review the hard alcohol Mountain Dews that are coming out. It, is it a seltzer? Down. I hate the self. I hate seltzer so much. Well, listen, Reagan, can I tell you a secret about seltzers? It's gross. <laughs> In principle, yes, but <laughs> as the base of your your future cocktail, delightful. Oh, well, that's fine. You take that line. I'm talking about we, like Trulies and shit. Oh no, I don't. I don't have time for that. My Mrs. Undefeated Champ loves a good Truly White Claw. You know, she's into that shit. Listen, the the cor, cor, you know Coronado Brewing's out here in San Diego. They they have a line of seltzers out right now. They're lime and ginger, you know, whatever. It is what it is when it's in the can. You pour it in a glass over ice and then you splash in all the bourbon you want. Great mule. Delicious. It's a great mule, ready to go. Because I can't I can't argue with that. And I I enjoy sparkling water, so mm-hmm. I know I'm I'm not the the typical American in that regard. <laughs> That's why my wife also loves sparkling water, and I hate that shit. Again, she's not the typical American though, so she and I. Well. More refined than you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking about about Disney being cheap towards his actors, I did I did want to get into a little bit of a story that that's come out. Uh, it was talked about a lot during Falcon and Winter Soldier, a show you guys covered on CoSG. Uh, that the creator, the creators of the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, modifying Bucky into this Russian super soldier. Uh, they they aren't getting a lot of money for the billions upon billions of dollars that Disney's making. The comic book creators 
in the modern age are not getting a lot of love for their. I thought their, in any age. Well, from any age for, in particular, but like right now we're seeing a lot of it from current age. Like Marvel is pulling from a lot of recent stuff. Mm. And, and that's okay. And, and and so like these guys are alive. They're they're living their lives. They're in the prime of their lives. And nothing, not that picking on seniors is appropriate either. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, I meant this that like they've always been shitty towards it's, their it's artists and creative. But I mean, again, Marvel Studios have been going on for what twelve years now. So like the the, mm-hmm. the, the popularity is, is a more recent development. So I I, I kind of wanted to stay in the now. Okay. But but Ed Brubaker in particular, Steve Epstein, the, the two people who helped bring uh, Bucky Barnes into the Winter Soldier, developed him into the Winter Soldier, five thousand bucks in an invite to the premiere. Okay. Seems harsh. <laughs> now, I'm going to say something. I don't want to upset you. Okay. Okay? That's why you're here. Now, do they have to pay him $5,000 every time the Winter Soldier's in a movie no, or a five, television it's show? No, 5000 bucks. That's it. Oh, 5, flat 000. rate? Okay, yeah. that's too little. Flat rate. Flat rate. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was each time, no. and I was like, fuck, man, you're rolling in it. You're no. not doing dick. No, it's five grand, and then meanwhile, they make 10 t-shirts and, and sell that many. <laughs> so All right, make that loss probably up. Probably should be a little more. If you... it gets expensive for because they put just look at Endgame. I'm just they saying, pay five grand for each of those characters, uh, 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 or is uh, it only when they talk? A half of a percentage or a percentage of of something, you know, in in some kind of royalty structure is way better than that, and it's probably a pittance compared to what it, they're generally making because they're making billions off these characters. Yes, I know. I, I, all right, that's too little. I thought it was when I had, when I just glanced at the article <laughs> and read it. All right, I I looked at it. I was like, that seems fair. Five thousand appearance every time they. I didn't know it was a flat rate. No, it's flat. That, it's it's like here's I five thought it grand. Was each time. Five grand. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> here's your money, bitch. Take it. Basically, dirty, dirty whore. Which, yeah, I mean, again, it, it's. And and it it I have a conflict about this. I love these creators. So many writers and artists that I, I'm a big fan of are, are sort of getting the shaft in this regard, but I'm conflicted and torn because I love the characters they created. I love Marvel and DC and, and all these things, and I love seeing these things brought to life on the screen. I, so I, I I don't have the intestinal fortitude to boycott. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's insane. Like, I, no, that's crazy talk. So, no one's doing that. I mean, I spent a, a good amount of time. Uh, the Patreons, though, the official members of Pophead Nation know this. I, I go on Patreon shows and I plug the crap out of a lot of the creator-owned projects because that's where these guys are going to get a lot of their, their money. And, and, because right. like, and they're really, really good. I'm not just plugging it for plugging it's sake. It's like Ed Brubaker and Greg Rucka and all these guys who have made amazing comic books for Marvel and DC have amazing creator-owned stuff too. And like that's going to be their, 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 their cashola, I suppose. So they get credit in the movie. They get like a created by credit in the movie. And, for in, in in Ed's case, because Bucky was already created before he was even alive, he gets like a like a you know a thank you and like special uh, uh, consideration. Oh, to... but like not. I'm talking like the IMDb page. You click on the writers; his name's not there. I don't think so. Not I don't right. I don't I don't know for sure. I mean, uh, you know, IMDb is a little bit of the Wild Wild West in that regard. Sure, sure. I'm I'm just trying to fit. I mean, give him more money. <laughs> Come on, Disney. Even like a fraction of a percentage of, of some kind of royalty system seems fair. Right. I mean, you're making yeah, billions. Why can't they make, uh, you know, a couple hundred thousand? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not going to affect their bottom line at all. No, and and obviously they have big plans for for Winter Soldier going forward, and that's just like my prime example. But the the next the next Thor movie looks like it's going to be kind of um, going through a more recent comic book run as well for for Gore the God Butcher, going to be played by Christian Bale, mm-hmm. created by Jason Aaron, another comic book writer, and uh, Isad Rabic is the artist artist, and they're going to get five grand, and that movie's going to make seven trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't. Don't, uh, you know, short Christian Bale on his money because he'll come for you. He will come for you. So, I mean, there's another story going on in comics books that I, I, I didn't want to talk about too much because I, I'm still kind of reading up on it and trying to figure it out. But a lot of creators are starting to leave Marvel and DC for better That's, deals. For better, that was my next question. Know, more creator-owned <laughs> rights, more money up front and stuff like that as opposed to creating, uh, you know, work for hire and then having their stuff kind of taken and pilfered for the movies and not seeing really much out of it. Okay, so comic book writers and artists, they do work for hire. They're contractors? Yes. Oh, that's the grossest. Yeah. That's the WWE bullshit. That's so gross. Yeah, it is. Oh, it I is. was like, do they have a union or something? Can they unionize? No, no. and they have terrible health care, too. I, I, I'm friends with plenty of writers oh. who have terrible health care because of it. Oh, it's a, it's a bad system. It's yeah, that's awful. System. Pay them more. It's a bad then, Especially now that, again, you know, DC's been owned by Warner Brothers for a million years now. Marvel's been owned by, by Disney for a long time now, too. You would think they would take care of their employees a bit better, especially if they're creating content, if they're creating intellectual property that you're going to harvest for millions of dollars at some point. There's always somebody else out there. They just hired that YouTuber (laughs) who fixed the loop thing. They're like, we can just find that kid off the street and give him 15 bucks and he'll come in. Listen, I'm not going to lie. The Luke thing looks really good. (laughs) Oh, that guy did a great job. It's fucking fantastic. I'm like, why did this guy not get hired in the first place? Yeah. I mean, good on him. I mean, listen, side note here. Like, Luke, the the Luke scene from the the final episode of of season two of The Mandalorian... With the Jedi music in the background is like the best thing on the internet ever. I watch it daily and start sobbing. <laughs> so, because it's the coolest just, thing ever. It's so good with the, with the Luke, the, kind of like the, that Jedi music. Woo! Yeah. Woo! It's great. I mean, I just watched the whole run of The Mandalorian again like a week ago. Because you are a human being and you enjoy yeah. a good time. I do. And then I watched the last season of The Clone Wars, but we're not on that podcast. So I can't talk about it. Ooh, I guess it was really good. It was really fucking good. Well, listen, I'm, uh, I, we're about to transition to something, but I, right. I was, I was, was going to hold off because we, I did want to talk about some more Venom stuff real quick. Okay. Because of you know the movie's not even out yet, but Tom Hardy's already talking about squaring off against Tom Holland in Venom Three. He wants it to happen. How bad do you want this? Very badly. I'm dying so, for this. I can't. Right. This is like what I've, I've wanted from. I don't know, for 30 years of reading comic books is Venom versus yeah, Spider-Man in, in, a, in I don't, the, the appropriate venue as opposed oh, to it's that like We, we already had that. They fought in a church. False. We did not have that. We had shit. I saw Topher Grace fight Toby Maguire just, in a church. He had a black suit on. It was like mm-hmm. just like knock. It was like cheap imitation, like Kroger Venom <laughs> versus like legit, you know, Safeway Venom. <laughs> 
Does that make sense? It's too expensive. <laughs> Safeway. That's too pricey. I need to go to like an Aldi, no, like, a like, Weiss. Like Venom's is like the Duncan Hines versus the Kroger version. Is that better? Make more sense? I don't even know what Duncan Hines is. You know what Duncan Hines, Betty Crocker, oh, motherfucker, oh, how about oh, that? Oh, oh, I thought it was like a West Coast grocery store that you guys just had out there and you were all fancy and shit. I get you now. I get you. This ain't no Bristol you. Farms. I know you don't know that one. I do not. Is that the name of a stadium out there? Oh, right, how about... <laughs> yeah, something like, that, something like that. What's that What's that fucking giant supermarket, superstore you guys got out there with a W? Wall, wall something? Or... Walmart? Walmart? Walgreens? No, it's... Uh... Weiss? <sighs> Wegmans. Wegmans. Wegmans <laughs> is what I'm thinking of. It's like... <laughs> we have a lot with W's apparently. Yeah, you guys are all about those W supermarkets. My goodness, I lost what I was going for, but you get what I'm saying. Like yes. this Venom that we're getting with Tom with Tom Hardy is like way more on brand than Topher Grace's cheap knockoff. Oh yes, this Venom is is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the first movie. Fuck yeah, like, that was like the weirdest podcast we've done on the, on this on on this show. What was Roger and I came on, coming on board, and like the the reviews from critics were kind of like you know mediocre, you know yeah. some, some were better than some were worse, and like we're like we really fucking liked it. We thought it was funny shit. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a real good time, and I'm I love the trailers for this new one. Yeah, I mean I love Woody Harrelson. I'm gonna love seeing Carnage on screen, mm-hmm. which is something I never thought I'd get to see. Mm-hmm. But he's just gonna rip people apart, and it's gonna be awful, but also a lot of fun. If you had told me, like, like, <laughs> like 30-ish years ago, that Woody from Cheers was going to be Carnage in a movie, I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> and I now I'm like, that movie's going to be awful. And now I'm like, I want Woody Harrelson as Carnage in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but 30 years ago, it'd be more like the Mario Brothers movie or Street Fighter. <laughs> like, it'd be such a terrible version of Carnage. You'd be... But again, you, you keep it vague. You're like, one day. Yeah. One day. <laughs> one day. Woody, very, very far in the future. He's going to take off his hemp pants and put on <laughs> symbiote pants, and you're going to be into it. I'm like, yeah, all right. Okay, whatever, crazy person. Go back to whatever weird future you're from. <laughs> Get away from me, future guy. <laughs> no, no, listen. I got more story. <laughs> There's going to be a, a huge franchise, 10 movies deep about cars. And I'm like, uh, what, Transformers? No, it's not. Transformers is only eight. <laughs> this guy, Vin Diesel, will rule the world with an iron fist. You mean the guy from Safe and Private Ryan? <laughs> yes. Again, the only one of our friends who would have bought into that is Damien. So. Yeah. I know. He loved Vin Diesel. He was, he was the first early adopter. He was. He was. Of the Church of Vin. Though I, I think it was Damien and I who went and saw Pitch Black together and were like, we got to take our friends to go see this. We had to, we had to like round up all you guys to go see pitch black afterwards. Yeah. That was so fucking good. <laughs> well, we had, we had talked a little bit about the Mandalorian. So let's transition to our next big story. This is fairly new news. I'm, I'm sure you, but I'm sure you've heard you're, you're plugged in. You have your finger on. The I, I read it right before I came on the podcast. Cause I was like, Oh, I got to know this information. <laughs> as, as the Ahsoka Tano show that has been announced is now currently looking for its very own Mandalorian warrior, AKA, Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels. It's How excited are you? Time. Right? Make it about time. Make it happen. Let's do this. I'm excited beyond words. I don't have any any amazing casting ideas as far as that goes. I don't I don't care who they cast. I'm just excited to see yeah, the character I. come to life. Right. So that's all I want. Somewhere 
on my wife's camera is a picture of me in Disney's uh, Sabine Wren, who was standing in front of a TIE oh. fighter when we ran a half marathon through uh, Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> so some some lovely young lady who was Sabine Wren at Disneyland took a picture with me. Because <laughs> I was excited. She's not going to be in the show. Because I was excited that Sabine Wren was in front of a TIE fighter. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I chased her for three miles. No, it was part of like the the like they had it all set up. You know, you're running through Disneyland. There's photo ops all over the place, and I was like, yeah. "That's Sabine Wren in front of a Tie Fighter. Take a picture with me. Let's go." So yeah, the Ahsoka shows moving forward. Sabine Wren, Rebels coming to life. So I mean, it's only a matter of time. We'll get that casting announcement. We'll get Thrawn. We'll probably get. Ezra. Uh, Ezra. I mean, the whole thing. It's it's all coming to life. Now, do you think they'd bring Freddie Prince in for a cameo, like in a flashback? As like a Force ghost? Yeah. I mean, they did it for Bad Batch, right? Yeah, but that, I mean, that's animation. So <laughs> actually bring, you know, I don't know, he'd probably do it. I mean, he came back for that little, little bit of a Bad Batch. Yeah. Why not? Into it. Bring all the rebel people in. Fuck yeah. That's just... No more force animals, but <laughs> just, you know, rebel people I'm down with. Rebel people. They're the best people. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, we will be monitoring that news here on the podcast and on Main Division, of course. So so stay tuned for any announcements coming from, from Lucasfilm and Disney about the Ahsoka show. But I'm excited. And uh, uh, future plug, because next week, or I'm sorry, tomorrow... Oh, the the, mm. the season finale of the Bad Batch will be on Mandavision. Can't wait for that one. So excited. Any bold predictions? Why I got you? It, yeah. Um, oh fuck! I want to call him Bullseye. Crosshair. Oh, Crosshair. Thank you. I was like, his name's not fucking Bullseye. Not Bullseye. It's, he's coming back into the fold. Coming he's going to become a brother again. All right, we will see. And then season two, they're all going to. Not join the rebellion. Like, don't do that. Like, do something else. Go free. Go try and save clones. Is no. what I want them to do. <laughs> they might have to start the rebellion. Apparently, <laughs> if the Star Wars follows trends, but we'll see how it goes. <sighs> Everyone doesn't have to start the rebellion. Other people can do other stuff. You and I are both on the record as saying the same thing, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm I'm a bigger proponent of of what you said, going out rescuing their their other brothers from the imperial uh, execution or termination yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Liquidation? Yeah. I don't know. Liquidation's Some, something bad. It. Something bad is happening to the clones. Right, right, right. Which I feel is just a waste of resources, first and foremost. Well, the, I mean, the Empire is, is nothing if not uh, extravagant with their expenditures. Yeah, just put the clones in the outer rim, and then you police everything. They got to put all, all that scum and villainy. They're, they're taking all that cloning technology so they can make uh, Palpatine clones and all that bullshit. <sighs> <laughs> yeah alright well listen this is gonna bum me out <laughs> I know we won't go down that rabbit hole don't worry I, I, I brought you on this show because I needed someone to step up to the plate and talk about Titans stuff with me because HBO Max has kicked off season 3 of Titans by dropping the first three episodes. Now we're not reviewing those we're not gonna get into those, that spoiler territory that's good um, but we are gonna talk about the, the first two seasons because Reagan is a big fan I am. And just before, though, just before we yes. get there, right, there's one little bit of DC Comics news that does tie into Titans that I did want to talk about. Uh, and that is in a recent issue of a DC comic, who's uh, the issue number I forget already. Uh, Tim Drake, the third Robin, 
has Fourth. has a he's he's doing a thing. They they're not they're not specific about what uh, his sexuality reveal if he's you know gay or bisexual or whatnot. But he is now, now exploring a relationship with another male. And uh, I was curious how you feel about that, as as, as sort of a, a a person who just is on the outside of the Titans world. Yeah. Outside of uh, even the Batman world. But I mean, I mean this, this character has been around since like the late eighties. So how do okay, you okay. changing this now? Bring introducing this now. As an outsider, as an outsider, give me your. As an outsider, it's great being inclusive for for all people. Are are there openly gay superheroes? Like like you mainstream. Would, Few and far between. Yeah, so this is great. Even though I offended you before we started this podcast by calling him the fourth string Robin. How dare you? I've st- <laughs> I'm still upset that you would even say that out loud again. <laughs> well, I had to let all the fans know that I also don't know. I'm an outsider. He is. I've heard of the other ones. He is the one I hear the least about. Tim Drake is my favorite Robin, personally. I What's will- his backstory? I love him. He uh, he and his father moved in. They were neighbors with Bruce Wayne. And and Tim sort of started putting together the mystery of who his neighbor actually is, a.k.a. Bat-fucking-man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or the Batman, if you want to be more specific. So it's like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character from uh, Dark Knight Returns figuring out who uh, Batman is? A tiny bit, but like Tim was a bit more in tune with the times. Like He was computer-savvy. He he knew more of like the modern world than than even Batman was familiar with. He was sort of like like a younger, more hip with it, Robin mm-hmm. than had or soon to be Robin than was available yeah. at the time. Uh, I don't care for probably your favorite Robin, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Todd is a total piece. I of do shit like Jason Todd opinion. from I the show hate, a lot. He's a, he's a punk little bitch, but I I dig him. I get listen. If there, if I have, we're not talking about Titans yet, but if I have one wish for season three, it's like Jason Todd gets that crowbar right to the fucking skull. Well, if you've watched that trailer, <laughs> I know it's not looking great for him. I know. So again, my again, and, and I'm not I'm not a Tim Drake. Or I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm, I'm not a Dick Grayson Robin fan either. He was old when I started reading comics. Like he, he was already Nightwing by that time. So oh, okay, I only knew uh, Dick through the '66 Batman show. You know, you right. know, Burt Ward and the, and the little booties and the and the tight tights. Yeah, holy smokes, Batman. So so Tim Drake is is my Robin. Okay. And I right. I have no issue whatsoever with this reveal. It actually kind of sort of makes a ton of sense. Tim has always kind of been romantically all over the place. You know, he's been more about like fighting crime and doing the right thing and making sure justice is, is upheld. He's had relationships with female characters, and from what I've read, he will still have that, – that, that will be part of the story as he's kind of evolving. Whether Again, they have, they've not defined whether he's specifically into men or if he's going to be a, a bi character or, or fluid or, or any of that. Yeah, those like, it just sounds like they're making him very fluid, which yeah. is cool. And again, if you make that part of his character, like you're, to me, you're not going against anything. You know, you're, right. you're, you're, you're going to acknowledge his relationship with Stephanie Brown, a.k.a. the spoiler – who was also Robin briefly? As long as you're making that part of the story, like that, all makes sense to me. I'm, I'm totally. She's called happy the, the spoiler. I'm sorry, I don't mean to to derail things. I know I'm here to talk about comic books. If you knew who her father was, you you would understand that better. Okay, who's her father? 
Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think if that's going to be a, if that would be potentially be a spoiler for the season of Titans. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've read that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I want to say too much. <laughs> it, it, just on the, on the off chance that I'm potentially ruining something for you that you're not aware of. No worries. No worries. But he, uh, he, her, her father is a Batman villain. Let's put it that way. Scarecrow. No. Gotcha. No. Spoiler. Scarecrow. All right. Her dad... <laughs> her dad is a villain named the Clue Master. That means nothing to me, but okay. But that's why she's the spoiler. Yeah. You know, she, she spoils the clues. Yeah, and she doesn't like her dad. They don't get along. That's why she's the spoiler. That's why she she's became the... Robin. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. And at one point, Tim stops being Robin. She becomes Robin. It's a whole thing. The Bat family is very complicated. And during all... the New 52, I did pick up some comics, and it was like a, the Death in a Family, I believe the, the storyline was called. Is that the... That's it was the... really long. I think that was Death of the Family. I think it was Death of the Family by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Maybe. Yeah. The art was fantastic. Death in the Family was the one where Jason Todd gets killed by the Joker. No, that's not it. Yeah. So I think it's Death of the Family. But, the, like, coming back in after being off and seeing the entire extended Bat family at a table together. There's a lot of them. There was, like, 37 different Bat and Robin people. There's, there's a lot of them. And I was like, I, I've been out of it too long. Thank God they rebooted this shit. There's a, there's like, a, there's a lot of them. I, don't, <laughs> I can't really say much more than that. There's a lot of them. <laughs> But I'm okay. So we're all on the same page. We're, we're stoked about that. Like Tim doing his thing. That's cool. And Tim will be appearing on the new season of Titans on HBO Max streaming now. The first three episodes are out. And Can't uh, wait to watch them. one of the reasons why Reagan's here be, is because, you know, again, he's a comic book outsider, but he mm -hmm. loves this show. So surprising. I love this show. I, I kind of want you to pitch everyone. Like, why should we, we be watching Titans? Break okay. It down. Man. I get into it. I, I used to be a big fan of the Arrowverse. Ber Berlanti's a producer on this? Which was, was a lot of fun, but had gotten very stale, very generic, very no stakes, no violence, really. Yeah, yeah. And I, I started watching by Doom Patrol as my first into this weirder universe that went to HBO Max, which... Because I, I had heard a, a Brendan uh, Fraser interview, and he was like, I'm on this new show. And I was like, oh, I'll check him out. And it, that show's fantastic as well. I can't wait for season three of that to hit. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's coming soon, too. And then hearing you and uh, Roger talk about Titans, I was like, eh, maybe I'll give that a shot. I know it's fucking Nightwing. I'm not into that. It's probably going to be stupid. <laughs> it's, I, it's the language. Like, it's not a comic book show for children. No. On any level. There's sex in it. There's ultra gore violence. It, it has a lot of things I like in it. A lot of people get their throat slit in season one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Robin likes to hurt people in the I mean, first episode. He's like, I started to like it. Well, in, in you know, controversially, when the, when, the, when the teaser trailer first dropped for season one, you know, they, they played that line of, of Robin saying, fuck Batman. And that was all people mm -hmm. talked about for months on end until the show debuted. And at the time, I did have the DC Universe app. I was watching it. But the interface oh, was so challenging to use and was so infuriating that I just got 
annoyed even pulling it up on my Xbox to watch. So I kind of faded out fairly quickly of Titans. I just got frustrated trying to watch it. Um, when it went to HBO Max uh, towards the beginning of the year, I got I went back in. I wanted to reinvest my time. I like for the most part I like these characters, even though season one is mostly about Raven and Trigun, which is a story that I know inside and out for a thousand years now. I was like, oh whatever, I'll watch this too. Um, but it's it. I found season one to be a tad frustrating. But I've heard this kind of like by and large how all the seasons are like there there's ups and downs. Yes, yes, there are. There are definitely moments where you're like, oh, all right, let's get to the fight. Like, come on. Yeah, because but 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 you sing the show's praises so highly. I mean, oh, I, I really like it. Fucking it's, awesome. I, you've said that. It That's is fucking quote. awesome. <laughs> it is fucking awesome. I'm not saying it's all perfect. It's not. There are some things you're like, oh, I don't care. And then but that's over. Like they they have um, Deathstroke in season two. Right. But then he doesn't want to really be Deathstroke that often. Oh, man. But don't don't you forward the Titans, then I'll do it, I promise. It's kind of <laughs> that shit. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of teasing. So I just... And I didn't I didn't enjoy the, the Jericho part of season two. Okay. I don't yeah, wanna that... I know you haven't finished it, so I'm trying not to spoil anything. It, it, it's a, it, that's a classic Titan storyline, so I suspect I know we'll, we'll, I will know sort of like the beats. We'll see yeah. how it shakes out. But yeah, yeah. I mean I, th- I think the thing that, again, season one, there's a lot of ups and downs. Whenever I would get really into it, they would have an episode that had nothing to do with what I just watched, and that would bum me out. With the exception of the one, uh, I think it was episode nine of season one, which is the one that focuses on Hawk and Dove and how they kind of came Loved together. It. That's a love. great episode. I love Hawk and Dove yeah. so much. I want them to get their own spinoff. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, you know, th- that's me putting aside... The fact that uh, like like Mika Kelly had a relationship with Derek Jeter, I, I'm having to table all that stuff because <laughs> I don't like Derek Jeter. <laughs> was, wasn't she the one who was an almost human? Yes, yes, she was. Yeah, Endor. Great show. Yeah, great show. Andy underrated. Tucson, underrated. Underrated show. hundred percent. So that 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 was like the only time I I appreciated like the sort of the deviation because it's like oh this seems out of the blue but I'm really enjoying this this uh, uh origin story for these characters like that's a, yeah, that was I, a good one and of course uh, counselor donna troy as as dove's mom i mean come on yeah that that hit a right chord for us of course <laughs> anytime she shows up in fact i remember watching being like is that her she looks fantastic i can't be <laughs> good for her <laughs> but again highs and lows you know like there'd be they'd turn the other two or three that i had a really good time and then it'd be like a bummer episode i was like oh whatever and then I was really annoyed with the way season one ended, with with Dick being like, sort of forget, per, uh, possessed by Trigon, mm-hmm. and then that's like the finale. And it's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to be like this moment, like when uh, they reveal Picard as Locutus, but it doesn't <laughs> land at all. Yeah. And then so you you get the wrap up of season one in the first episode of season two, which annoyed me. <laughs> Okay, I want you to go watch Flash, the season no. with the thinker, no. <laughs> and then go watch this show. Like, go watch season one of Titans. By and large, you, you win. I give yeah. you that now. You win. And I hate that season of the Flash. I, I think that's the, what still... season it was when I started watching. I think it was the thinker. That is a terrible season. So, by, yes, yeah, the Titans the win. Fast one. The Titan, I didn't finish it. Titans win. Titans, oh, Titans win by a landslide on that one. But again, it's just you know. But you're you're saying that season two, you know, we get Deathstroke. Eastside Morales is an interesting choice as as Slade. He's Wilson. really good. He's really good. But I like the actor. But I like the actor. Yeah. So, that might be. so I'm willing to go on the ride and see what happens. 
I, I guess I was just bummed that, you know, again, I, I queue up season two, episode one, and I'm still watching the end of season, um, excuse me, I queue up the first episode of season two, and I'm still watching yeah. the, the finale of season one, basically, that kind of bummed me out. Yeah, and then it, uh, we haven't even talked about, like, um, Star Starfire, Corey. Yeah, Corey Anders, sure. That character's awesome. I know Corey's, nothing about that character at all. Corey's great. And uh, listen, the actress will, is fantastic. Will Will it shock you to know that the internet was in an uproar that they cla- that that they cast a a a, a black actress as Coriander's? She's an alien, right? <laughs> yeah, she sure is. Who can take over any shape she wants? Yes. <laughs> well, she's not a shapeshifter. Well, it's oh, fuck. I don't want to spoil shit. So wait, do they make her a shapeshifter? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. I, it's. it's the end of season two does something, so you get okay. there, you let me know. All right, all right. We'll talk later. So that's that I don't know what they look like originally. Like what she not black originally or No. Oh well, But she's not human looking either. So like what's the who cares? Oh, so who the <laughs> fuck cares? Right. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, fucking people make problems, man. Oh, they do. People love like, to make problems. You know that. Come on. I know. Like, it, it's getting... Re- like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, she's fantastic. She was one of my favorite parts of the first season. I was uh, less enamored with her at the beginning of season one, uh, but she definitely... Oh, with the, uh, the memory loss? The memory really... loss, like the John Wick thing. Uh, it was like a little much at the beginning. Uh, say, I don't know anything about the character, so I related to her because I also didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Tell it. And yeah. again, I think the show's actually written for for people who aren't familiar with the comic books, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. I so think it is I, too. I'm glad to hear that 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 you know somebody like you who's not bogged down by knowing too much uh, is excited to watch the show. Yeah, like I know when they bring like uh, Jason Todd in, or I know who that is. Right. So shit like that, I'm aware of with my. Basic bitch knowledge. Because you have your your basic bat your bat family knowledge. And I just sent you a picture of Corey in the comic books. Oh, it didn't show up. It's just a question bubble. Well, goddamn it, that's not helpful at all for this podcast. <laughs> oh, look at that! It's a picture of Joe Flacco. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, well, I'll send you something else later. <laughs> but yeah, and I don't have a problem. Again, these are problems. I don't, I don't care. Again, she's an alien character. It doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, she can look like anything. Who cares? I like Donna Troy on this show, who's a character in the comic books that I'm not like an uber fan of, but I liked her a lot in the show. Shh. Oh my god, she was amazing in season two. It, it, it you know, we <laughs> talked, we talked about um, uh, uh, Super Lad, or well, we we didn't get. I haven't gotten there yet. Cause yeah, yeah, but 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 I mean, even Hawk and Dove characters, I'm not a huge fan of from the comic books. I like a lot more on this show, like that relationship, that dynamic, and the show. I understand. I can appreciate. I can uh, see where they're coming from and why they're together and why they're doing what they're doing. And the the only again, if I were to knock any one thing about again, I'm only on season one. I can't go too mm-hmm. deep. I don't know what's gonna happen in season two if anything else shakes out. But like Dick's obsession with with Dove is. I get it. It's uncomfortable. I get it. <laughs> I mean, it's uncomfortable. I mean, when when, when Trigon's trying to influence him, and he's like, puts himself in this reality where he's married to her. Yeah. And he's like yeah. painting the walls and shit. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like Dick, maybe not a great dude. <laughs> Dick's not a great dude. Dick, kind of a dick. 
Yeah, I watched season two. You remember? Oh, not a good dude. Like even I don't know. he learned he picked up some bad habits from Batman. Well, and that's again that was gonna be the other other tiny critique I have. I I want to see how it shakes out. I again I only know this first season. Dick's like the light to Batman's darkness. So like this sort of Dick who's frustrated by his own darkness is a little not what I want. I guess, but I'm 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 willing to go on the ride. I've invested enough. I like the show enough. The violence is there. The action's there. I, I know these characters inside and out from, from reading the comics for a million years. I wish they had embraced more of the legacy characters. Like, I wish Kid Flash was there. I wish uh, Speedy was there from Green Arrow. That would have been fun. But maybe they wanted See? to get a little distance because of the CW shows. Yeah. It's like, they did Speedy. I mean, did they do Kid Flash? I think that's the one they were threatening, right? Did they put that terrible picture out? The Flash TV show. That's Flash TV show that's doing that. That, that's with, with Kid Im- Flash with, with impulse, with impulse. Yeah. Imp- okay. It's I, like I said, I I punched out this season because it was hot garbage. Yeah, it was fucking trash. I mean, <laughs> I know, but normally I'll stay to the like era of the last like four years were awful television. I I I loved the first season. Aside from the the team ups, I loved the first season of Star Girl, but I I've been scared to watch the first episode of season mm. two because I'm like, oh, they're gonna ruin it. <laughs> I know you, you pumped it up so much. I keep thinking about it. I'm like, I can't trust another CW show. I listen. I, I'm sort of with you. Like, I'm I'm really reluctant to start it because I was like, oh, they're gonna blow this, <laughs> just like they did with the Flash and Arrow and everything else. It's like it's season one on Netflix. But I love. Listen, season two of Star Girl, Eclipso, the villain. I'm kind of like, ooh, I want to watch some Eclipso because Eclipso is one of those villains who needs the love. He needs the love. <laughs> oh. He's got those gems. He holds them up to his eye. They're purple. So good. What does he do with them? He just holds gems to you, and you're like, no. He does bad things with the gems. Oh, okay. It's pretty awesome. They're like a phantom zone. They suck you inside the gem. You want to talk about the phantom zone? Let's get into the phantom right. zone. Phantom zone podcast. All right. <laughs> Zod's here. And that's it. I don't know who else is in there, because you never find them. I'm sure there's a lot of people. I didn't watch Krypton. I'm sure they were putting people in the Phantom Zone all the time on that show. And if they weren't, you made a mistake. Listen. (laughs) I keep saying listen to you like I got a a mansplain this shit to you. Please. Please. The finale of season two of Krypton was so good. And I'm so unfulfilled because they teased a war against Thanagar, which is is the planet of Hawkmen's. Sounds and, awesome. And it never happened, and it was so unfulfilled. <laughs> well, I, that's what you get for watching a show on the Sci-Fi Network. I know, and I know that going in. That like, oh, it's on Sci-Fi, I'm going to get addicted, and they're going to cancel it and ruin my life. Yes, they hate Sci-Fi stuff. No, they hate us. They hate the people. Yes, they, they hate the people that actually watch this shit. They it's... want you to watch Winona Earp. <laughs> I like my herb. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure it's fine. I have a. It's, it's a, but it's a much more budget friendly show. Oh yeah, and once you've had your heart show. broken a thousand times. <laughs> hey, I've seen Buffy. I know what's up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> why no? Why no? Herb is a good show. We will talk about that show maybe maybe more in depth one day on this on this podcast. I am I am a fan of the show. I love that comic book. So, did you even know it was a comic book? No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Not even a little bit. I've seen the show a couple times because it used to come on after Z Nation. Yeah. And something else I used to watch on sci-fi. All right. Well, I... (laughs) 
tell in 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 like what like in less than twenty five words, tell people why they should be watching watching Titan season three. Go ahead, tease it, man. Put it all out there. It's good stories, fun, violent, hot chicks for me. <laughs> into it, hot dudes too. And we're, like we're spending a lot. Hawk of time. ain't bad to look at. If you said Red Hood, I was going to have you the cops come to your house because that boy he's is like 12 a, years old. <laughs> I know. Well, A, he's young. He's such a little shitty punk. And uh, oh, what's Deathstroke's daughter's name? Oh, Rose? Yeah, Rose Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I'm trying not to spoil shit for you, but Rose Wilson's there too. Dude, I've been reading Titan comics for like 30 years. I know. You're not going to ruin I, anything. All right. You didn't know she was in season two, did you? No, but I mean, I'm not shocked. Like when, when yeah. she shows up, You're like, I, won't what? Be, I won't be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but she she had an enjoyable arc. It, it's a lot of characters that me per, I I didn't know well. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of name recognition, and that was it. But if you had told me before the show, hey man, there's a superhero named Dove, I would have been like, "You're a liar." <laughs> <laughs> and they'd been like, "There's yeah, she hangs out with Hawk." I'd be like, "Oh, you mean Hawkman?" And he'd be like, "No, no, just Hawk." I'd be like, "Nope, you're also a liar. That's feel, not a thing." I feel like if you and I went into a time machine back to 1998, you would find that conversation, and you would have been like, telling me that I was full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "You're a liar." Because <laughs> I suspect that we might have had this conversation at one point, probably 30 years ago. <laughs> but the, the writing's good. It, it's a really good show. It's I can't I can't recommend it enough, even to people who aren't into comics. And, then, and that that's what I wanted to hear. That that was kind of the big thing because again, you are the outsider, and you're digging this show, and I'm the insider, and I need to get, I need to get caught up, and and, and I will. Uh, like I said, I finished season one. I got season two started today, uh, so hopefully I'll be watching season three in no time. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to talk about it more on the podcast here because yeah. uh, season three, Scarecrow. Maybe we're spending a lot of time in Gotham. We're spending a lot of time in Gotham. Scarecrow for sure. Maybe the Joker. Red Hood's gonna make his uh, debut. Red Hood definitely. Yeah, definitely Scarecrow. Maybe you're gonna see a scene with the Joker in it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. If you are a Jason Todd fan, this is probably not the podcast you want to listen to, because I am not (laughs) a Jason Todd fan. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) go ahead. He's fine on the show. He he plays what he's supposed to do. He's this young, you know, brash piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm an old man, so I'm more Bruce Wayne at this point where I'm like, oh, fuck this kid. He sucks. Let, let me ask you about that. Let me ask you about that because that, that's the one thing that I sort of had concerns about. Now, again, the, the final episode of season one, you're in, mm-hmm. you're in like a, a dreamscape sort of situation. You're in Dick Grayson's mind. Trigon is playing with him, messing with his mind. And, and you get this, this, Batman, right, who's right. very wrapped up, he's very dark, he's twisted, he's kind of fucked up, you know, unhinged. Oh, yeah. That was uh, um, Kevin, um, oh, fuck, who played Batman in that episode? I mean, you never actually see Batman, you just see the costume, really. You never see his face, though. Yeah. Wasn't he in, like, uh, his back was broken? No. Maybe I'm thinking of another show. I think you're, no, you're you're talking about you're thinking of Elseworlds when it was Kevin Conroy as Bruce. Yes, Wayne. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, was like, I think I'm thinking of another show. Sorry, too many Batman <laughs> running around, old Batman who are beat up. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Batman like, kills the GCPD and yeah. you know before Dick crashes the manor on his head. It, but you never actually see Batman's face. You just see like the costume. Okay. Okay. But uh, again, like I said, I I've always liked Dick Grayson when he's like the light to Batman's darkness. 
but in the, in this show, like Batman's darkness is infecting Dick. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to know, like, what do you think of that take on Batman? Do you do you blame Batman for fucking up like Dick Grayson and all, all these kids he's hanging around with? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's spoiled. Bruce Wayne shows up in the season two. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw him in yeah. the first episode. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's great. It's what's his name from Game of Thrones? Yeah. He's, he's great in it. Yeah. What's his face from Resident Evil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, yes, I'm, of course I, he's fucked these kids up. I'm not saying Bruce Wayne's dad of the year or anything like that, but I mean... He's having teenagers fight the fucking Joker and Clayface and shit. So why do so many people read his comic book? <laughs> he's such a shitty guy. Why do we go to Marvel movies? We support bad people well, sometimes. Yeah, but they don't... Have, you know, most Marvel characters don't have sidekicks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I meant Disney as the bad person we're supporting oh, by going to Marvel oh, movies. Oh, gotcha. I was wrapping this whole episode in together. You went back to the metaphor, and I, I missed yeah. it. I thought we were saying literal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, Bucky was kind of a sidekick in First Adventure. I mean, that that, but that's kind of it as far as Marvel went. And that, that granted, we have we we might have some sidekick stuff developing down the road, but we're not there yet with Marvel yet. Uh, you know, the Young Avengers might potentially be in, in more of a psychic position the marvels are filming right now with captain marvel miss marvel marvel girl the whole thing uh so i mean we'll see but i mean dc is the company known for sidekicks and, and, yeah, being, and this is being a team misled, of sidekicks being misled by mostly broken men <laughs> and then uh, you know donna Troy with wonder woman like the paragon of everything good <laughs> but she's still pretty fucked up too so she's damaged <laughs> <laughs> i love her arc like she, she has a fantastic arc, uh, but 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 uh, is it Superboy or Super Like who's it's, the Super Guy? I mean, it's supposed to be Superboy, I think, in season two. Yeah. But I don't know if they call him that. I, I forget what they call him. There's but... a, there's a lot of in, in DC. There's a lot of uh, rights issues that are kind of tied up in different legalities. Can't they just give those guys five thousand dollars to go away? <laughs> uh, no, because most of these families have realized they've made seven trillion dollars off Superman yeah. and Superboy <laughs> over the years. So like no 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 we we need a little bigger slice of the cake come on yeah <laughs> give us some give us that icing you know not just the, not just the cake we want the icing yeah and also there's a character called Beast Boy who most of the time can turn into anything apparently most of the time just turns into like a, a lion which is cool it's a tiger tiger whatever and then, it's a big cat I saw him turn into a snake at the end of season one and I was like hey Maybe he... he's a snake now that's cool yeah. that's new. Well, listen. If you like the Titans, I can let me advocate for one cartoon. You, you maybe you'll be into it. Maybe you won't. I'm sure it's on HBO at this point. Teen Titans Go, the best cartoon of the early 2000s. You'll love it. Was that the early? Didn't that just come out? Didn't they just have one of those? They, they did a movie recently, like with yeah. Movie. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I yeah, but like, they just did something. There's like like five or six seasons of that, of that as an animated series. That's just a fucking delight. And so how violent is it? Well, not like this. There's a lot of songs about waffles, which I enjoy. <laughs> songs about waffles always get me going. I'll play one at the end of the episode for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> I like waffles. Who doesn't like a waffle? It's a, a cake. monster. It's That's a cake it. with little pockets for syrup in it. It's delightful. Or peanut butter. Ooh. Look at Reagan getting nutty over here. Mm, trust me. You get a hot one, get some honey roasted peanut butter. You doing Eat su- that in the car on your way to work, Benny. Thank you, me tomorrow. You going super chunk or you going creamy? Creamy all the way. You and your fucking you got- teeth. You and your fucking teeth. That's the problem. 
My teeth are great now. <laughs> Just had a root canal last week. Then chew it, All better. Then chew some nuts, man. Break them up. Break them down. Good for uh, your digestive system. No, I like it when I have peanut butter because and the waffle gets hot, so it melts. You got this melted peanut and then it butter runs down sandwich. Your face onto your shirt and your messed up. Floor. That's right. And then you have peanut butter for later when you suck it off your shirt <laughs> when you realize it's there. Life hack. Oh shit! All right, Reagan. <laughs> I've kept you longer than I meant to. I know you have a a, a hot preseason football game to go and watch right now that's right the team's playing baby the team versus the patriots we're not scared of that mac and cheese bitch <laughs> well i'm gonna go watch something way more interesting i'm gonna go watch the yankees versus the white Sox come out of a cornfield and play baseball oh you're watching that lame ass game <laughs> <laughs> movie's overrated oh whoa whoa all right podcast go on the coach g pod we're all telling you that but, Fuck. Uh, I was a league of their own. You, have, you, you have the Baltimore bias. You're, you're all, you all buy into the rumor that Kevin Costner had sex with Crowley Irvin's wife. Yeah, yeah <laughs> almost cost him the streak, allegedly. You all buy into that. You're biased. I don't trust anything you say. <laughs> Get out of here with that bullshit. Field of Dreams. Your, your opinion's corrupted. It's an overrated movie. We have to reload the Matrix on you. Major League Three. Back to the Myers, oh. better movie. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get Walton Goggins to come on the podcast, and we'll talk about that, okay? Uh, I would love to talk to Walton Goggins, man. It'd be great. Like, Walton, when you threw that grenade in Lem's lap in season four of The Shield, how'd you feel? Yeah, that probably fucked you up. Because I still, I still want answers. I still want answers for that. I, I hold him accountable for all of it. Uh, I'm just going to ask him justified questions. <laughs> That's good, too. Not going to lie. <laughs> We're just going to ask him shield, justified, and Sons of Anarchy I'm questions. Still, I'm still saying he killed Lem. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to lie. That fucked me up. Good. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, I was just Walton Goggins has been in so many phenomenal shows, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. He is fantastic. Walton, if you're listening, come on board. Hang out yeah. on the Bobcast. Hang out. We'll tell you how great you are for like an hour. Yeah, if you want to get like smoke blown, we are the people for you. Yeah, that's true. We'll be like, remember when you did that thing? It was awesome. I mean, you and I were probably like the biggest defenders of Major League Three. We're like, that's a good fucking baseball movie, man. Just watch it. It is. Watch it. Like, it's, it has a I bad... wish it wasn't called Major League. Exactly. I wish it was just called something else. Exactly. Also, it's got Bacula in it. You're not going wrong putting the back in your movie. You can't go wrong with Bacula. I mean, come on. That's Captain Archer, for Christ's sake. I was about to say, where you rank him in the captains. Well, I, uh, of I, all the captains, Discovery. Well, he's above. He's above. He's above. What's her name? Burnham. <laughs> he's above Burnham. I guess I got to give um, 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 uh, 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 Janeway some credit for getting back from the Delta Quadrant. Took her seven years, though. Took her seven years, but I mean, she had seven years, and Archer didn't. So she gets she gets a nod on that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Archer only had four. Archer he did present. Or stopped the Zindu time war. He sure did. He stopped two wars <laughs> at the same time because he also put an end to the Temporal Cult War. I I, I understand. I, I you and I watched the show. <laughs> like, I know. The, I want fans the out there who are like, "What are they talking about?" But now that I said Temporal Cold War, they're like, "Oh, I need to go check out this Enterprise show." <laughs> <laughs> don't don't watch the final episode. It's not worth it. <laughs> If it wasn't the final, final episode, if it was just they're gonna, they're the gonna, end of season four, it'd be fine. They're going to trick you with Riker and Troy, and uh, it's not worth it. I know. <laughs> it, they're going to be talking about the Pegasus, and you're like, you guys look 20 years older than you did in the Pegasus episode. You know, it, it's probably at this point, we probably should mention the fact, and I haven't confirmed this with you, but it's only a matter of time. You and I will be back in several weeks to discuss Star Trek Lower Decks. 
We won't. Did it just come out like yesterday? It sure did. Today, actually. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Today. I just saw things on the internet about it. It's like, oh, man, when does this show come out? And then they were talking about the episode. I was like, bastard. No, everything came out today. Three episodes of Titans, uh, Star Trek Lower's Deck, Lower Decks, uh, you know, What If basically debuted today. What? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think there's something else I'm even forgetting that came out. So, yeah, I mean, for some reason, everything came out this weekend. Have fun, everyone. You're you're yeah. you're gonna be busy. It's a lot of stuff to watch. All right, Reagan, thank you so yes. much for hanging out today, man. I truly, truly appreciate it. Get out of here. Go watch your preseason game. Uh, make sure no one tears their ACL. Make sure oh. you don't tear your ACL. And we'll talk I won't. soon. Fitz magic. Woo! <laughs> Plug the show one more time. Co is G, right. buddy. Yeah, you can uh, find us at Co is G Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Co is G we just released an episode where uh, my producer and I talk about the winter. No, we don't. We talk about Black Widow and the Suicide Squad. It's almost a repeat of the exact same things you were on this podcast discussing. Yeah, I say a lot of the same stuff. It's almost like I did those episodes a day apart. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's if you're if you're wondering, do I change my takes on different podcasts? Not really. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't like an extra like twelve viewings for Reagan to like soften his stance on any. I really show. thought about going negative, like completely going opposite on your podcast, just to see if anybody would notice. Well, I mean, I think we, you and I were both in the same boat. We were worried Mark was going to go heal on us, so uh, I'm always worried Mark's going to go heal on me. Yeah, so we had to stay babyface. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying Again. to think of someone who went heal a lot. <laughs> he's definitely like a rowdy rowdy piper in the background with a chair oh, playing la cucaracha just pissing off yeah. people yeah that's right <laughs> people who know that story they know that story I'm not going to elaborate <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you guys go to google yourself yeah yeah exactly alright 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 let's get out of here you'll be back on the show soon I'll be back on the show soon we'll talk later buddy thank you boosh <laughs> trying to say is that we are having trouble understanding the point of your waffles game. Perhaps you can explain its appeal? So there you go. That's the conversation with Reagan from the Come On It's Still Good podcast. Having a good time talking about all kinds of new stuff this week. Uh, I hope I hope we did a good job of presenting uh, Titans to you all so that maybe you're uh, interested in checking that out on HBO Max here in the near future. Because uh, I think it's going to be a show. We probably won't be doing episode-by-episode breakdowns of it by any means. Uh, but I think at the end of the season, we'll, we'll get into a, a big full-length review because, uh, by and large, Titans is a, is a batch of characters that I do like and I do care about, and I want to see how the show uh, kind of like, breaks breaks things down this year, especially because we are uh, going to spend a lot of time in some Batman mythology in this new season. We talked a little bit about it, you know, stuff with Scarecrow, stuff with uh, the Red Hood and Jason Todd turning from from Robin to the Red Hood, potentially some Joker stuff. Maybe we'll get another Batman Bruce Wayne appearance. You know, who's who's to say we're gonna we are gonna get get more to the Bat family. We're you know we're getting Barbara Gordon, we're getting Tim Drake. So 
if you're into the Batman stuff, this might be that's, that might be an episode to look forward to in the near future. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a Titans correspondent available to us. I I have a, a just a deluge of Titans savvy friends available to me, so we'll make sure we have something happen there with some very knowledgeable people to get into the minutia of the Titans for season three. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I think we're going to get out of here. It's been a solid show. It's been a lot of fun. We had a blast. I want to once again thank the official members of Pophead Nation. You can join up patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. Join the nation. Gain access to the bonus content. So much great bonus content on there. We just I just uploaded a new episode there. Uh, I don't want to tease it too much, but it, if, you're, if you're a fan of Thor, head over there. Get the bonus content going on. It's good stuff. Thank you so much to our current patrons. The... Asphodel Chody, The Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, Jeff co-host in the Ring and Air, great music podcast, check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company, right here in San Diego and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. Please check us out. Give us a like, subscribe, and share, and all that good stuff. And, of course, a five-star review. Easiest, bestest way to support us and help us defeat the evil, evil algorithm. So I thank you all so much for listening. My name is Tom. This has been the TomCast Podcast. If you're not already following us on social media, make sure you do so at TomCast Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. Email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking us out. Hope you've had a good time. Hope you stick around for the fun. We try to have as much fun on this show as humanly possible. If you're an old listener, thank you again for the continued support. You are the best of the best. And we will be back very, very soon. In the meantime, stay safe, take care of each other, be good to each other. And as we always say when we close the TomCast podcast, ciao, babes. So the Tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's say, one hit. That's all we got, one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah.